0: Everything will be all right. Every thing is gonna be alright.
1: Good day and welcome to the Pandemi Show. Stories of the pandemic for people living in the pandemic. No one is alone on the pandemic show. Thanks for joining us as we unite humanity through stories of hope, connection, and community in the face of the global pandemic. We are all in this together and we're glad you're here together with us. Thanks for taking a moment to like, subscribe, and follow The Pandemic Show on social media.
2: Welcome back to The Pandemic Show. Today, we're gonna be exploring conflict in Europe. The fog of war has set in in Western Europe. Russia invaded Ukraine in 2014 in the Crimea area, and now a major land offensive started on February 24th, 2022. And our guest today, the conflict touched their heart and they wrote a song about it. Who are you?
3: My name is Miles Goodwin.
2: Miles, thanks so much for joining us here today on The Pandemic Show as we work to unite humanity with stories of shared experience. We're here today to talk about your song for Ukraine. We're going to listen to it in a minute. Could you tell us what led you to write this song?
3: Well, I mean, like the rest of the world, I've just been watching and I've been listening to what's going on there. And I typically, all my years as a songwriter with April Wine and some other projects, I've never really gotten into politics at all. I leave them alone. Same with religion. I leave religion alone. I just don't go there. And it's not for any other reason than that. I just don't want to get any kind of a back and forth on something like this in terms of disagreeing. But, In the case of what's going on in Ukraine, I was watching and I watched it and I was feeling so badly towards the citizens there and what was going on. Like everybody else, I think, we're able to sit at home very comfortably with our feet up in a cold beer and watch this war, watch the suffering and the killing. It's pretty outrageous. And uh, we've never really had that opportunity before. Of course, war's on all the time. People are getting slaughtered all the time. We just, we ignore it for one reason or another, but this you can't ignore. After a while, I couldn't take it anymore. I saw a few of my contemporaries Writing songs, and I said, "Well, that's not what I do. That's not what I do." And then one day, I just couldn't take it anymore. And it was a Tuesday, not long ago. When I I started Tuesday, I was done Wednesday. I was in the studio Thursday, Friday. I think it was to record it, and a few days later to do a video, simple video to go with it. But I was inspired so much by by what I saw, what I heard that I, you know, I just felt it, it. You know, there's nothing wrong with writing a song, releasing a song, and maybe it'll motivate you know, a few people to make a, a donation. I certainly did not do it to, you know, to 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 better my career or a career move or anything. It's strictly, <laughs> it just seemed like the right thing to do.
2: So yeah. you were watching the news on a Tuesday and you just got really upset by the violence and the war, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Are you of Ukrainian descent? Do you have connections? No, I'm, not, I'm not,
3: I'm not. I'm here in Nova Scotia and I'm from here. Uh, and uh, about 1% of all of the Ukrainian people um, in Canada, there's about 1% here, about 9,500 people, give or take, yeah.
2: And then you wrote this song for Ukraine. We're going to play it here for the people of the pandemic. So this is Miles' song for Ukraine. Miles is an apolitical, super legend rocker with April Wine, and he woke up, saw what was going on in Ukraine, and felt compelled to put his thoughts down and to deal with the emotions around this war through song for Ukraine
0: I see warplanes flying over Ukraine I hear missiles and the death that they bring I don't know about you But I feel like we should do all we can do for Ukraine. Innocent families are caught up in war with no escape, no safe place anymore, without water, power or And no medicine for the sick and the weak There's no end to the suffering and pain I hear voices cry out time and time again Zelensky pleads justice for all Bravely asking with his back against the wall Never be the same. Women weep and children cry. Some will live and some will die. Time will tell how the future will play. I hope with all my heart, peace wins the day.
2: Thanks, Miles, for this song. And I still can't get my head around what's going on in the world in terms of all the violence. We've all had an interesting journey the last couple of years with the COVID pandemic and violence and war isn't something new to the world. But this Ukraine one, it's really hitting close to home the first time there's been Significant land war in Europe since World War II. You think about modern day weapons and missile launchers and like your first verse, the planes flying overhead and the the bombardment and just all the destruction. And it's so upsetting. I had hoped that the pandemic was going to bring us together as a human race. But it seems like now that we're two years in, it's it's not slowing anybody down and especially Putin and his imperial hunger to take over territory. Ukraine was part of the former Soviet Union, which dissolved in 1991. In 1994, they signed a nuclear nonproliferation treaty. Then Ukraine gave up their nuclear weapons. Russia took them back. That was also around the same time that there was the Budapest memorandum was signed between Russia, the UK, the US, which agreed to the territorial integrity of Ukraine and then in 2014 there was very controversial presidential elections it seems that there was the pro russia the pro west kind of sides one of the candidates was poisoned that led to the orange revolution then in 2008 there was the bucharest summit in ukraine where ukraine sought to get i believe into nato and then in 2013 2014 ukraine started working to try to get into the eu and develop relationships with the eu and in february there was clashes After the president pulled the plug on cooperating with the European Union, there's a Netflix documentary about that. 100 people were killed, mostly by snipers. 13 police were were killed. And that was followed by the annex of Crimea in 2014, March, which is a very strategic port. The Minsk agreement followed that in 2014, 2015. And that was supposed to end the hostility and the ground combat between Russia and Ukraine. Then in 2021, President Zelensky, who is just such a powerful presence in this whole conflict, he reached out to Putin to try to work on their conflicts, but that was rejected. Russia takes up the position that Ukraine is a puppet of the West and a puppet of the US. And then in two, 2021, the military, the Russian military started building up. In 2022, it became more. And the, the invasion was launched from Belarus and Russia. With approximately 200,000 soldiers, there were several fronts. And this happened just days after the Winter Olympics ended. There was talk in all the media that this was going to happen. This this war, this invasion was advertised. I remember hearing about it. And yeah, as soon as the Olympics are over, Russia's going to roll into Ukraine. At first, I thought, okay, is this going to be another Crimea situation and what they did in Georgia, where they go in and take areas that... They have strategic economic significance to them. And then it was a full across the whole country, huge front, much more aggressive push than I had anticipated. And I'm no expert. Now the country's on fire, especially in the eastern parts where the Donetsk region. And i just like to say, I'm recording this interview today on the Upper Canada Treaty in Southern Ontario on the traditional territory of the Haudenosaunee, the Anishinaabe, and the Chang'unctin. And just thinking about the legacy and politics around how people treat someone here in Ontario, it's just as bad or worse over there in Europe in current 2022. So you wrote this song and you're encouraging people to talk about this conflict and to help the people of Ukraine however they can.
3: Well, wow, that was a mouthful. Holy God, you must have stayed up for days getting that together. I don't know any of that stuff. I know a little bit of that. what you said. Some of the things you said, I, I kind of remember, but, you know, I don't come from a political point of view here. I'm aware of a lot of it. Like I say, I have spoken to the president of the Canadian Ukraine Congress about this and their needs going into the future, regardless of if the war ended uh, today, which would be nice. How long these people, uh, 4 million plus, are, are in a situation without home and without water, food and medicine and everything else. And I, I'm aware about the, the humanitarian side of it, you know, the humanitarian side of this, and more than all the facts and figures of the wars. I don't follow politics, but this one I can't help but be aware of the suffering. And that's where I come from in this. And all the things you said, I'm sure are true. I don't know. The world's always been at war. There's somebody fighting all the time. It never stops. It's part of the nature of people to want to, to, to take over, to, to own, to put down uh, prejudice uh, of every kind. It's, I mean, it's all around us. They're not The COVID didn't help any of that. You know, This is a song I felt like writing. This is a subject matter that the pain and the suffering and the possibility of helping them a bit, even from here in Nova Scotia a little bit. You know, it made sense to me. And why not? It's an important matter. It's on my, I have a new record coming out on June 23rd, which happens to be my birthday. And it's called Long Pants. And this song is there. And so along with some other very important matters too, I suppose, because there are a couple about Native people, you know, the unmarked graves of the young children from the residential school system that are there's a song I just finished it today that I've been working on for a while, with that's called Darling, Where Are You? With the Missing and the Murdered Indigenous Women. And that's on there. Tom Jackson's part of my part of my recording of that, the great Native actor. And my partner, she is Native. So when she suffers, I hear about it. I hold her when she cries. I mean, I know the stories right here. Her grandchildren, extension of my family, and vice versa. So, you know, people say, oh, why is Goodwin writing about Native matters or, you know, it's because, you know, it's in my house it's where I eat, where I sleep, you know, it's here and I'm aware of it. And like everybody else, most people anyway, just surprised and horrified and everything else. at, at what we're learning about the Unright Grace for starters, I mean, her mother went to a residential school and she knows people that have been missing and murdered. I mean, it's real. It's been real a very, very long time and it's ignored pretty much.
2: And it's important that we're ending the silence and it's important yeah. that we are being witnesses and trying to be allies. And Tom Jackson, powerful singer, it makes me think of his song "Lost Souls" that he wrote when he was in Scotland after learning about the the first 215 uh, bodies yeah, that's of a children that.
3: Yeah, that's a great video. It's a great video, you know, and Tom and I have talked about this. And uh, so when I reached, he reached out to me first uh, to be involved in something that he was doing. He heard, <laughs> he heard a song of mine of my Miles Wood and Friends of the Blues, too. I have two blues albums out in the last three or four years. And uh, here's heard a song called Fish Tank Blues. It's a
2: great album, great
3: track. Got great album. He got a hold of me He said, oh, I love Fish Tank Blues and blah, blah, blah. I'm, you know, would you help me with this charity? And I said, sure. And I did. And uh, he wanted to use it as well. And then we became friends. And I said, look, I, I got, you know, this song that I'm doing. Will you be part of it? And he wrote his own words. You know, I, I had a script. I said, you can read this or you can come up with your own. But Tom, being a very creative yeah. and spiritual man, he's like, no, no, I'll, I'll do, you know, I'll write it myself. And that's what I wanted. Love, I is, wanted love is a verb. Um, yeah. And I have some, la- some ladies that sing with me and, and different verses and so forth and, and Native people singing. And so a lot of us in Mi'kmaq, not in English. And so we're doing a video for Darling, where are you? for missing, missing and murdered indigenous women. We're doing that in about in a couple of weeks down at Cape, right? We're doing a, doing a video for that. But yeah, I mean, these are, these are, these are social matters. These are, these are matters that have to be addressed or should be, let's put it that way. They should be
2: addressed. And in your song, you talk about, you use the imagery of the warplanes flying over. And it makes me think that as a Canadian, I was raised to believe that we were a peacekeeping nation, peacekeepers, but we're giving lethal aid in this conflict. And it's not something I ever thought I'd be okay with hearing that we're giving lethal aid, but in this type of situation, I wonder if we need to be doing more than just providing the military aid. But you hear some of the, some of the courageous acts that the Ukrainian soldiers are doing, sinking Russian, Russian battleships from the shore, all of that kind of that determination to protect their land and to not Mm -hmm. be bullied off their land and forced off their land. It's just, yeah, it's like you said, it's it's the ongoing human saga of one group trying to take the others. I've been doing a little bit of research on this topic and it seems that the Russia is really after some of the natural gas wealth that could be in Ukraine in the Eastern side of Ukraine and underneath the Baltic, the, the ocean there that on Ukraine's coast and energy politics seem to be such a part of this whole conflict as well. It's so complex. Innocent families are caught up in the war. I think about my own family. My mother's going through a journey with dementia. I think about what a challenge COVID was, supporting her, being in our bubble. And then to throw on the fact that your neighbor, a country that you're supposed to have so many ties with, is invading you and blowing up all your infrastructure, taking away your ability to have clean water, electricity, all of those types of things. It's disgusting, and it makes me think how fortunate we are in the rest of the world.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: And with no escape, no say.
3: Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: With no escape, no safe place anymore. Makes me think of some of the stories I've heard from families in Kitchener Waterloo area that Ukrainian families are coming and living here now. I know one of the things our family did is we went to the Ukrainian Orthodox Church and supported their sale. And you could see how their whole congregation has just been mobilized to try to support people.
3: Back home. I want to be involved in, in in some things coming up. I just got another text again today. It's there are a lot of immigrants coming into a certain part of, of Nova Scotia, and they're having a big uh, get together. And and I don't know. I have I'd have to read it. It's all here on my cell phone. It's quite lengthy. And they've reached out to me, and they're using my song to help the cause. They want me to go down and perform, and of course, I probably will if I can. But we'll see. Yeah, everybody's kind of pulling together. We have to be very careful. We can't go in there with, uh, you know, traditional military strength and start shooting and bombing people, be actively within, the, uh, you know, the country of Ukraine and, and physically fighting with the Ukrainian armies. You know, we can't really do that without the threat of of severe retaliation by Russia. And, of course, the threat of, uh, of World War III was just echoed in the last 24 hours by one of the Russian generals. I don't know who it is. He doesn't want anybody in there physically fighting. I don't know how they put up with with the fact that we're sending in missiles and ammunition. All the countries are, many of the countries are, uh, and still have Russian hasn't retaliated the way they say they will, that we will be severely reprimanded for our part in in helping Ukraine to defend themselves. It's very, very difficult situation to, to know what's the right thing to do. You can only do so much. You can't cross the line, unfortunately war is war we do what we can but we have to be careful don't we
2: it's so complex.
3: it's it's very complex you know and it's you can read about it every day all day but it it is what it is and like i say for me i'm not into that and COVID, i wasn't the one that had to find out the latest numbers every single day i know what i need to know i know what i got to do and i try to keep that part of my life simple life is very complicated and i'm 74 years old in june and and it saddens me very very much and i can't steep myself too deep in details I just see the surface. I know what's going on. I can imagine the suffering. And if I can help, which is what I'm trying to do, I will.
2: You make so many good points, Miles. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Pandemic Show. No mm-hmm. one's alone on the Pandemic Show. Stories of the pandemic for the people of the pandemic. And the people of Ukraine are just in our hearts. To think of the misery that they're having to go through with all the violence being hurled mm-hmm. at them. and But they have such a powerful, unifying leader. In President Zelensky, what do you think of him?
3: I think he's doing all all, all all he can, you know, and and they couldn't get a better leader. As you know, he has a background in acting and theater and, and all these different kinds of things. So he's very well-rounded. He seems like a very normal guy and a very brave and noble man. Ukraine needs somebody like him that knows how to handle media, that can go into, get to be in a situation where he's talking to the rest of the world and asking for help. I mean, who better? than the man, you know? I hope he survives all of this. I mean, no, I can't imagine. I know people, very smart people. I was talking to some people today that believe that Ukraine will come out the winner overall at the end of the day. It's hard to imagine.
2: seems it's like everybody's a loser when it comes to war.
3: They're a loser, but in the real sense, there's gonna, be, there's gonna be a winner and a loser here, you know?
2: Zelensky seems to really be leading by example, not leaving somewhere to go to be safer. And Ukraine's a country of over 40 million people. Right now, any able-bodied male between the ages of 16 and 60 is being is not only able to leave the country. He needs to stay to be part of the war effort. I could just, that's just, that's huge. To think of 16-year-olds and 60-year-olds having well, to do their part for the war effort.
3: Yeah, you know, that's, that's what I say in the song too, that Zelensky is asking for help with his, bravely asking for help with his back against the wall. Civilians and,
2: and uh, soldiers fight for their land, shoulder to shoulder. They take a stand. They
3: take a stand together. Civilians and the soldiers, they, t- soldiers, they take a stand. They do. It's very, I, very brave. I don't know how we would, you know, how we, if we do the same in Canada or any other country, but I got a feeling probably, probably especially if you have a strong leader and there must be some Ukrainians that are saying, let's just give up, you know, enough killing. You know, sooner we can, we stop fighting this, you know, fewer lives will, will die. But no matter what Russia says, Russia says, who knows what Putin will really do.
2: I wouldn't want to be occupied by Russian forces. Like You hear reports coming out since the Chechens have gotten involved in the Russian mercenaries that there's more arbitrary killings and men between the ages of 16 and 60 are being executed in areas controlled by the Russians. It's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. Well, that's what it is. That's war is
3: disgusting, sir.
2: You see now that in other places in Ukraine, the people are taking down monuments that were built in honor of Russia, Ukraine, solidarity it's it's so tragic and how did it get this bad how did it get this bad and how do we prevent it from getting any worse and I think we're lucky that you an artist that we all look up to such a positive influence is singing this song and bringing it to people who who would generally would not be engaged on this subject of a war in Europe so we're very fortunate uh for you writing this song to get more people talking about it Especially now, as we're pushing towards around day seventy in the campaign, yeah. you you see it. Some people think, "Oh, I've heard enough about it," but it's like we got to be thinking about it every day.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And we just main thing is we have to do more than think. We just have to open our wallet to make a donation, whether it's five dollars, fifty dollars, whatever the amount may be. Just send it to the bright people. The Red Cross is a good one, although the Canadian uh, Ukraine uh, Congress doesn't sound like, like real friendly and warm and a good place to send it to. It's a very good place to send it to because that money goes where it's supposed to go.
2: So and, the Red um, Cross and the Ukrainian, Con- the Ukrainian Congress of Canada.
3: Yeah, exactly. People
2: should support that's- those organizations to support the people of Ukraine.
3: Well, that, 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 that and that's the beginning and end of discussion, you know, because really I'm not interested in the history. I know well enough that basically, you know, Putin wants to get the USR back together he wants and 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 i think ukraine's just the beginning and we are so vulnerable here we're bordered with the russians in the north you know if they've had you know decided to take war against canada how long would that last you know that would be over pretty fast so it's hard to imagine that what it's like but it's possible it could happen to anybody could happen to us so let's help let's help them out that's that's the song that's what it's about just helping people out helping them out
2: Miles, thank you so much for your time here today on The Pandemic Show. Stories of the pandemic for the people of the pandemic. No one's alone on The Pandemic Show. And we're with you for Ukraine.
3: All right, sir. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Stay well.
1: Thanks for listening to The Pandemic Show. We're all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Physically distance with us at pandemyshow.com. Be a part of our community by subscribing to and sharing The Pandemic Show. Thanks for taking a minute to email an episode, share a link, or promote us on social media. Pandemic Show is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Stories from the Pandemic for the people of the Pandemic. Do you have an interesting Pandemic story and want to share? Email us at pandemyshow at gmail.com. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to Giant Value for singing us in and letting us know everything is going to be all right. No one is alone at The Pandemic Show.